Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Thank you, producer mystery. Thank you, thank you. All right, so I I know we talked about this before, (laughs) but uh, I am super excited to get started on our first topic because it's... I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. It's blowing my mind. It really is. All right. So the time was yesterday. I was playing PUBG diligently with my teammates. I, of course, kicking so much ass, <laughs> carrying them all. They all are worthless without me. And I get a message from host Sean. It says, the jetpack man is back. <laughs> and look into it. I remember just sitting there like, no fucking way and i stopped what i was doing mid-game and alt tabbed and instantly it was true it wasn't just him saying it jetpack man is back so for those who don't know and or remember jetpack man was a man well we don't even know if it was a man honestly like basically there was a around august 31st i think it was pilots coming into la they said they saw um, someone flying a jetpack and it was 300 yards from their plane and that was at 3,000 feet in the air and then another pilot confirmed said yeah see i'll see the jetpack man and then from there, we never saw them again. And the FBI has been looking for them ever since. So on Wednesday, today is Thursday, so yesterday, <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a, another jetpack was sighted uh, near Los Angeles Airport, about seven miles away. And that's crazy. It, we discussed this back in episode 24, but to kind of recap, the whole idea that this is crazy is because most of the jetpacks we know about now can't go that high. Yeah. And most of them are uh, developed by companies that, you know, put the technology out there for more funding. And so it's very – everybody with a jetpack is pretty much well-known. Yes, pretty established. Oh so, yeah. And so whoever's flying this jetpack in restricted space nonetheless mm-hmm. is uh, rocking my world right now. It's rocking my world too. And like – in. It's weird. I go back and forth on the story. I go for like through positive joys of like this is amazing. This is almost some man sticking it to the man. And then I go to the other side of like almost like adult dad, like he could he's putting people in danger. And if he like gets sucked <laughs> in the engine, he's gonna fuck up a whole plane or something. So I don't know where to fall on this uh, like uh Wasn't he higher this time? Yes. No, part of the what's kind of crazy is he was at six thousand feet this time. Yeah. So he doubled his feet. And so actually one um company in India has claimed to go that high. Okay. That was in India, though, but the same thing where it was, like, established, very monitored, and very, like, he went up, it was down in, like, a couple seconds type of deal. It was not, this sounds already, just everything sounds so just, some guy just is up there doing it and flying around. <laughs> it, and It totally just, sounds like Iron Man. It's That's, Tony Stark, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it sounds like fucking Iron Man in, in a... I don't know. I hope it's a positive Iron Man and not some like, <laughs> super villain in the exactly. making. Right? <laughs> Doc Ock is just toying with I his hopefully new. Hopefully, just some <laughs> young genius who just does. Because look, he's farther away from the airport. It's seven miles away, but still, they're like, you oh, know, so who spotted him this time? Still, planes coming in. Planes. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, it's still close to the airport. And, and okay, so what do we know about the sighting last time? To like Kansas or something, and do this because I think listener jetpack man, if you're listening. Well, Mister E and I, I think, are in consensus. Like the first time we heard this story, I thought it was a drone. Did like, I agree? Yeah, I I, did, a drone shaped like like a man with a jetpack, or the the drone was built like the jetpack, and then just had a vinyl man shape with it, or something. Exactly, mm-hmm. some something <clears throat> like that. So what do we know about it this time? Well, this was um, seen by one of the crew members of China Airlines crew. And he actually have the transcript of what they said, word for word. And this actually gives me a little bit more credence. Again, I believe the pilots so far. I've been, I've, you guys have been super on the, the drone side. I'm Mr. Jetpack because these guys are trained. They would say, it's a drone. It is this. It is that. They're saying 
of all the fucking wacky. They could say UFO. I'm not sure what it was. They could. They, they say jetpack. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. But uh, so LAX, LAX Tower. Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hold on. So China Airlines 06. Uh, we just saw a bright object at 6,000 Tower. Oh, 06 Heavy. Can you say that one more time, please? China Airlines. We saw a flying object like a, can't quite make out, flight suit jetpack at 6,000 Tower. What Was it a UAV, UAV or was it a jetpack? Uh, China Airlines. Like a jetpack. Too shiny, it's too far. Oh, man. Tower. Uh, 06 Heavy, Roger, thank you. And then Emirates 215 Heavy there. It was a jetpack reported around 13 miles ahead. So that's them warning the next pilot coming in. Okay. Jetpack reported. And, <laughs> and that next pilot didn't see the jetpack. I wonder and if this bounced. is more common than we think. No. Okay. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the second time ever this okay. has ever happened. That's why. Uh, I mean, UFO type things, maybe. Like, there are, like, pilots saying they've seen that type of stuff. And there are, you know, clips of people saying almost shit like, yeah, I saw this and that, 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 whatever they see. So they are saying the words jetpack. And I am tending to believe them. That is what like. I don't know what too shiny and too it's too far, whatever that means. Have you guys seen The Rocketeer? Yes. Yes, of course. Right. That's what this reminds me of when you say too shiny. It's like, oh, the whole thing's made of chrome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what makes me wonder, too, is because doing all this fucking research, I've seen a different variations of the jetpack. There's the water-propelled one where you have to be over the lake to do it. Uh-huh. I don't think it's that one. Uh, there's the kind where it's almost like a hobgoblin thing where you're riding something. It's yes. like fans and stuff. So, uh, I mean, it could be <laughs> that one, I guess. You're on a glider. <laughs> That's yeah. a great there's description. There's where they are kind of – there's one where it's basically like you have a triangle on the back of your – on your back. So, you're almost pretending you're a little plane. The like, quintessential jetpack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even think of – I think of a jetpack almost like the – Like a Like we're thinking, like a movie, like a backpack. Yeah. And so, the fact that they're describing it like a jetpack, they don't – they never say what kind of configuration or picture. There's no drawings. It's so fucking mysterious. They just say jetpack and that's it. And one thing at this article too at the end, like, cause I went to many different articles and that's all we got is 6,000 feet. Uh, the China guy saw him. Uh, the China Airlines dude. Um, and easy, they say, well, he is. He's, he's from China. And, and the one thing too, okay, so an FBI spokesperson told the New York Times the Bureau is investigating multiple reports of what, according to witnesses, Appeared to be an individual in a jetpack near LAX. So oh that wording gosh. almost makes it sound like there's more witnesses, but I, if, not even reading it to you, they could just be literally talking about the witnesses of the pilots. So, because okay. the, that's the whole thing. Like, there's been no, oh, yeah, I was going to say. Well, just the logistics involved in a jetpack like that. Let's say the technology does exist. You still have to take off from somewhere. And LAX is a pretty populated area. There's lots of stuff around there. So, I mean, somebody had to see something. Come on. Well, that's the whole point, too, is like taking off. They're not quiet. Right. If, if you if there was a guy in a jetpack outside in the parking lot, we'd know about it. Taking off. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, shit, we all saw him. And then he lands somewhere else. That's going to be loud, too. Yeah. So no one's seeing. No one's seeing anything. This is like, crazy. It's the crazy. FBI can't get on. It's blowing my fucking mind. And um, so just remember. So last time, um, this jet uh, jetpack aviation. Is this name of this other jetpack company? And everyone's hitting them up now. Like, is this you? Is this you? And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and um, and again, this is actually from the last time this happened. So this isn't his new, um, you know, quotes. But this is his old quotes. He's like from the old jetpack thing. He's like, it's very. He's like very, very unlikely with the existing technology that they could be that high up. And that was at three thousand feet. Um, and he's like, I'm open to be surprised, but I don't think there's anyone working on technology that could do a flight from ground level to three thousand feet. This was six thousand now, and that was only <laughs> month a couple months ago. And then he goes, they'd run out of fuel. They use fuel too quickly. 
If it's a real jetpack, it's noisy. People would have heard it take off and land. That's what he had to say. But uh, someone's just drone. <laughs> someone is just yeah. casually walking into Mordor, <laughs> like right now. We don't know what they are. Could don't it be they a drone? leave like a stream of like smoke or something in the air? Like, would there be any evidence of that? It I would don't say they leave anything. Like a thermal I have, fucking smoke ring. Think, it's like some like you're thinking of some huge I mean, machine, it's like, like nuclear power almost. Not nuclear, but you know, it's jet. No, jet fuel, right? Because like so. I mean, getting like well, a. Like, NASA space missile is going to be, like, a big missile, and, like, you're right, like, okay. there's a trail and yeah. all that stuff. So, just playing devil's advocate, I I still think it's a drone of some sort, shaped like a person, but just playing devil's <laughs> <Stupid>. advocate, <laughs> you, <laughs> you and I have both done stories on just people inventing awesome, sh- world-changing True. shit in their garage. And just keeping it, yeah. And, and, yeah, the most famous one that comes to memory is Starlight. It was a material that could absorb uh, heat, like, a hundred times better than the tiles they use on the bottom of a space shuttle, which are designed to absorb heat. Uh, but the owner, or, the, excuse me, the creator of it was kind of a stingy guy, and he didn't want to give the um, the recipe away. He ended up dying. Oh, and he died with it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and it was and a proven no found it technology, out. and we still haven't duplicated it to this day. So there is precedent for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it come on. It's no, it's true. just, it's so wacky, and I can't, like I said, but I go back and forth be, if it's cool, if it's kind of scary. Yeah, where's the it's, kind, it's almost kind of scary, too. No like, witnesses, something... nothing in the sky. I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe it's, Sounds maybe, like a drone. what if it's, like, such a good, efficient jetpack thing he's like literally flying up flying down and going oh and then going up and going away or something he knows how to accelerate it really well into the turns like he's not maybe he's not landing maybe what if he lands what if he can try like that's another thing too jetpacks can't travel that far and like this guy could be like well let me go five miles away or you know or let me me just like like he's just he's just bouncing at the end of the day it's still a great great story um also uh that jetpack aviation guy um they they also don't sell jetpacks too Okay. Um, so just to even um, basically fly one for like a like a, a training thing is five thousand dollars. But they said if they were to sell them, which again they do not sell them, but let's just pretend they had to have a figure to sell them. He said it'd be maybe at least three hundred thousand dollars. True for a jetpack. Huh. So just kind of put that out there too. Like maybe this is some rich dude who spent. I mean, it has to be expensive. I can't imagine a, a jetpack. With with what we know about jetpacks, which is dick, we don't know anything about jetpacks. Obviously, everyone in this room, but it, all the little bit of evidence we're getting sounds like it's just a, it's an incredible jetpack, almost too good to be true. Or I guess it could be this drone. But I don't like the drone theory. Well, you know, it could be a new type of fuel that would burn more efficiently with more thrust or something like that. that this it man- doesn't necessarily have to be a new technology. As and far it's associated as with no company at all. He's uh, a he's green. He's a green jetpack. <laughs> yeah, this is it's all peanut oil, bro. <laughs> For now, we have to call him the jetpack man. But he is like a the JPM. It could dude. be. Hey, I mean, don't assume his gender. It could be a woman. Right. New but mascot of the show. Only a dude would probably do something this dumb though. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I just I'm totally fascinated I'm by that story. By I can't wait to hear more. Uh, I'm gonna be really disappointed when I'm the FBI arrests him. More though, I mean, this guy is fucking up. If he, you know, this year's been fucked up, but the, there's been some cool shit this year too, with the treasure hunts and the jetpack mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it's just been a fun year, you know, if you think about that kind I mean, of stuff. Yeah, it is fun. Well, I got something here to bring you down a bit. You ready? Oh, perfect. <laughs> Skinny Pete the world is dead. Ending. <laughs> <laughs> so this is of uh, multiple sightings of venomous caterpillars in Virginia. Uh oh, weedles. So first of all, I didn't know venomous caterpillars were a thing. 
Did anybody I else? I stay away from all caterpillars. I can't say I did either, to be honest. You stay away from caterpillars? Just in case. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't see that many in my life in California. Are there a lot? Um, yeah. Every now and then. I mean, like, what's the last time you saw one? Uh, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, the yeah. butterflies are here to it's prove a it. Fucking so problem. they're here. Um, and then second, I didn't think something like a venomous caterpillar would exist in the U.S. It sounds mm. more like an Australia thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. Is it like bright orange or something? No, dude. It looks like a uh, like a punk rock tribble that lived on the streets for a while. It's bizarre. I my for those who died. don't know what tribbles are, <laughs> a tribble is a. Because I know both of you don't know shit about Star Trek. <laughs> uh, a tribble is like a little furry ball creature thing that was in the original series. Yeah, and tribble fit in your the palm of your hand. Thank you. You said that for me. I appreciate yeah, that. And the episode was <laughs> called "The Trouble with Tribbles" too. Hey, oh, by the way, cute. I don't know anything about Star Trek. <laughs> so this uh, particular caterpillar doesn't sting or bite. What it does instead is the thick bristles on its back, uh, or all over it, I should say, um, are coated in a toxin. Oh, so if you touch it, it just does it absorb into your skin? Yeah. So oh, great. when uh, oh. when you brush it, when your skin brushes it, it's comparable to a bee sting. Oh, ouch. Not, <laughs> you're like, oh, wow. I'm like, I guess it's not the bad. Like, I, I, I thought you were going to say, and you But if you're trying to eat it, I mean, that's the thing. You get bee sting in the mouth would hurt pretty bad, what right? You if you're like a bird or something, you try to come down and eat it. I wonder if, you know, that's what one of your toxins are. One of your bee sting, I think pain. One of your toxin, I think, like, poison almost. Is toxin and poison different? Yes. It probably is. That's <laughs> all, all I have to say on that. Like, you guys are dumb. Everyone I knows poison know. versus toxin. <laughs> Because a toxin poisons you, but a, but, a, but a poison isn't a toxin. Like, oh, okay. That's, oh, yeah, that's a Dr. K sounds. If found, scientists are urged uh, TikTok users to wipe their ass with the bug. Uh, yes, just to, please. Just to improve the content on TikTok for a while. Uh, toxic uh, caterpillar challenge. <laughs> that's right. The latest thing for just, ALS. Just let it in your mouth for a little bit. Uh no, but it, so they were talking about how um, it's meat's delicious. Due to global warming, there uh, the caterpillar is now migrating more north. Mm-hmm. So over the past couple of years, we've seen in California, we've seen more tarantulas because they're all up. moving north. Yeah, yeah. I, wanna, I, I would flip out if I saw one. Well, not in a good way. Not in a very positive one. Get ready for those bird eaters. Yikes! They're Although, migrating. I mean, spiders <laughs> want to stay away from you. I do understand that, but still, that freak, freak me the fuck out. Real quick, I looked it up. So it says here, this is actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. Poisons are substances that cause yes. harm to organisms when sufficient quantities are absorbed, inhaled, or ingested, whereas a toxin is a poisonous substance produced within living cells or organisms. Boom! Knowledge, son. Up high. Okay, so one affects the organs and the other is produced by the Within organs. a living organ, yeah. Pretty, okay, mm. pretty cool. Yeah, nifty. Oh, so like, yeah, you're toxic or you get poisoned. There correct that's what it is yeah correct that's why people are toxic and shit yeah oh that makes sense that makes a lot of sense i've now. heard that quite a bit about myself i know <laughs> so <laughs> i have sent you all a video but we really don't need to watch it because i have a feeling you guys have seen it but i just click it up and we'll watch like we'll skip through it in six minutes but uh for the people at home we're gonna describe it this happened recently as well um did you guys see the video with the cougar and the man? Yes. Yes. I thought we Scary. should talk about it. Especially because on the old podcast many, many moons ago, <laughs> there was a conversation brought up. A very 
very passionate one. Very passionate. More than Scooby me. movies. Yeah, more than Scooby movies. Like, it's really dear to my if heart. If you can believe that. And I think, again, <laughs> on some level, this is still more evidence toward my side of that argument. So just in, just to kind of surmise, a long time ago, we the question was, the question was poised, what is the biggest animal you could fight to the death and win? No weapons, and you're in the animal's environment. So if you say whale, you're going to be in the water. Yes. People had their answers. Dogs, skunks, whatever the fuck. People said all that <laughs> stuff. And I said cheetah, thinking nothing of it, honestly. I Because I still believe I could do it. But that's like, oh, oh cheetah. I can't believe you said cheetah. And literally like years, ten years of this crap. All about I can't beat a cheetah. So anyway, this man was a, uh, basically encountered a cougar. A, a, a mother cougar defending her cubs. And for six yeah. minutes, he just like walked backwards as this cougar was just like hissing at him and running at him and just like doing all this stuff. He's like, whoa, whoa, don't, don't this attack me. full grown too. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a hefty looking specimen. It was I mean? big. It was big. So I, I mean, I sent you there really, really quick. So if you want to click around and watch it, you can. But just from memory, it's all it is is just basically the guy like the cat hissing and then charging for a second. And then he goes, no. No, right then, and stops him. But it kind of freaked. It was scary. But is that so? Yeah, you know, you always hear of different things to do with different animals if they charge you. You know, if you encounter a bear, you make yourself big and noisy, and generally try to uh, scare it off. I don't think that works with a cat, right? Well, that's what they were saying. They were saying they kind of go big and stuff. Oh, go big and scary because this guy was he was going big, but walking away and yelling at it, and you know. So I, I watched the whole video today. At one point, yeah. he even says in the video, he's like, oh, you try to attack me every time I lose eye contact on you. Uh-huh. That was the thing that actually was like, oh, shit. So, because all the time you watch looking it. behind him, making sure he's not going to trip over for something. For sure. No, because he was like going up a hill at one point. That's what I thought he was the most <laughs> in danger. He was going up hills. The cat's chasing him. And so it's kind of a trippy video. And that being said, so like, and that cougar, I'm wondering, is those as big as a cheetah? Oh, my. No. Are they? Okay. I, a cheetah's probably bigger no i think smaller? a cheetah would be Cheetahs are kind of small aren't they? they're like 90 pounds at most i think yeah they're less muscular than that cougar yeah, that cougar run at saw? you at 70 See, i think i could have fucked that cougar up too but <laughs> no. i don't want to get into it but like oh no fucking way it's not that big have you seen yourself it's just fast as <laughs> it's kind of scary but like obviously okay when he threw the rock it ran away so the cougar was a bitch number one and i mean it's easy to kind of what was that? We did a topic on the show where when you get into danger mode, you 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 know, something part of your brain, you don't even see all the things that happen versus as uh-huh. an outsider, you go, oh, obviously I would have done this in this situation. So he was so full of adrenaline, it's hard yeah, to think it's of. It's like seeing red, kind of. Yeah, like he was just trying to survive. Well, I like his uh, own commentary. His commentary in the video where he's like, oh, kitty. He took it great. stupid cat. I know. He's like cussing it out, too. It's so funny. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's all bleeped out than what I saw. It's like, oh, I don't want to die this way. I don't want to die today. But I think that's more evidence <laughs> of, I don't know, people and cats can battle. I think it's just more evidence <laughs> that you can't fight a cheetah hand-to-hand. Well, wait, so we so agree the cheetahs are smaller way. than that? Uh, I or, would... Because I almost think the cheetah would be bigger than that. I think the cheetah... That would look small to me. You guys are like, I don't know why you think it was so huge. No, I think the cheetah is probably taller. Okay. But it's less muscular. What you're looking at there with your guy, or with the cougar, is... Just muscle. Yeah, just a little ball of muscle. I saw pissed offness, obviously. And that's, I mean, I mean, I think there's basically no conclusion. We all agree that we're not sure who would win in the me versus that cougar fight. But <laughs> fucking. So I would throw a rock instantly. 
Although I guess we said bare hands. I still fuck it up, dude. Like it's it's gonna claw me. I'm gonna get hurt, but it's small. It's claws. Either way, your its claws are like an inch, if not two inches long. Can I ask something? How many? It's gonna suck. How many battles in the death have you been to, <laughs> or been in? And how many battles to the death do you think that cougar's been in? Yeah, that's that's every single question. day of its life, twenty four seven, fighting, getting hurt, learning, getting experience. Battles rabbits. <laughs> Battles fucking rabbits and birds and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I can take out those things too. Yeah, it's such a battler. That thing was like stupid as fuck. And like, <laughs> like it's a cat. It was just like doing cat shit. I bet you. I was actually at one point like, I think I would. Okay, basically when he's going up the hill, I thought to myself, I would charge it. Right then. When he was starting to go uphill, I would be like. Ah! And I would have charged it with everything I had in me. And it, it never would have yeah, expected it. It would have been like, died. what? Because even if it leapt, it would have had not, like, because it wants to plan the jump, so the perfect arc. So I would have pushed the distance to the point that it's like, oh, I shouldn't have jumped this early. And then I just body slammed <laughs> <laughs> Damn, cool. So, anyway, I'm just thinking, I think I, I thought it was interesting how, like, it, it came out to protect the cub and then, like, left the cub, like, two miles behind. Oh, for yes. sure. <laughs> just yes. following the dude for, like, an insane amount terms, of time. Maybe that's not that far, though, because everyone can smell everything, that's you know? That's true, but, yeah. yeah. I had the same thought, too. Like, dude, go. It's like, okay, the cub's <laughs> back there. I know, they're getting slaughtered back there <laughs> by some dog, and you're just sitting there <laughs> fucking around with this dude. Good stuff. Props to that guy, though. He kept calm. He did. For sure. And he got good footage. And he filmed it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was the good props, too. Hey, I got a good one here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, ah, I want to I bring on something uh, funny, I guess, after that story. Or something lighthearted. Okay. So this is about a uh, priest in Louisiana who got caught having a threesome with two dominatrices on the church oh, altar. I, I heard about, about that, too. <laughs> yeah. so basically, I saw the headline. Heard. That's exactly it. Like, everything you just said is all I heard about it. <laughs> that's where I was. I, I used to be you guys. Then I read the story, and it's amazing. Oh, okay. oh let's go. Okay, then. <laughs> so, well, uh, one thing I want to say, when I heard about the story, the one thing I thought is, I thought, I didn't know you had sex with dominatrices. I thought they, like, beat you up, and that was the whole point. Don't you... Would you go to a prostitute to have sex with her? Doesn't a dominatrix just beat you up? I don't know anything about it. You well, I think it's it's like a build up to your release, right? Because like yeah. after that, you'd have to you'd have to come. I right? don't know. Well, every video if you that's see, your fetish, I can't imagine you just get you're tickled for two hours and then they're like, all right, bye. Every time yeah. you see like a dominatrix in popular fiction or whatever, you just see them beating the shit out of someone. You never get the well, like, that's probably just because that's their thing. So I always thought they just. I thought you just like literally had someone come over, and then they beat you up. They go, "Okay, bye," and then they leave. Well, because that's the yeah. The don't play dumb. Up. You know, okay. I don't. No, <laughs> you know. no. I, think I know you called them you before. Sex with. No, you. And then you them hire before. a dominatrix to beat you up, and then she leaves, and then the prostitute comes, and you have sex with that prostitute. No, that, nah, no. Might as well kill the same thing. Thing. Kill two birds with one stone, my friend. I don't think they do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think they do. That. Okay, I know for a fact. No, I don't. I don't There's know no for a fact. Way he's not coming. That they're like, they're yeah, they're probably, absolutely. absolutely. They probably jerk it off as they're beating them up or something. I thought that was the whole point. I well, guess. at the end of the day, it comes down to how do you define sex? I think a climax point, has to happen to define well, it's like sex. About power. Absolutely. It's like a power thing. So, like, the guy's getting like beat up and humiliated or something, right? So, well, how is he going to then fuck the chick that just beat him up? Like, isn't that the whole weird psychological point of it all? That's why I'm like, I don't think they have. I don't know. <laughs> I just, that's what I thought. So I guess I'm wrong. I guess because well, he was but, having sex with the dominatrixes. Then again, I'm thinking about it. I guess a, a climax does not necessarily have to happen when you have sex. I, well, well, 
I mean, I guess that's true. I still say it. No, with the dominatrix, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I don't know I mean, that. That, I think it's a moot point. Can we Google? Think, yes. Do you have sex with dominatrix? I'm on a protected or, line right now, so I'm scared to Google that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, don't I don't want to get added to a house. watch list. I don't want to go to my house. That's why I like this house. Can you Google it here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, on this computer, just say, like, do you have sex with dominatrixes? Or they just beat you up? Anyway, 37-year-old Catholic priest, Reverend Travis Clark, uh, he was caught because a passerby saw the lights that were in the church on after hours. After hours, oh. yeah. So. Was the, he left the eight-day candles running. I don't know anything what that means. I don't even know. I was just like, uh, I don't even know. Like you guys said, like that was like, oh, you left the lights on. Like so what? Like is that a, well? Actually, that the, the Christians in? will understand. It's okay. Does that like invite you in or something? He did not leave the lights on. What the passerby saw was strange. A strange glow from inside the church after Ooh. hours. So it's not like the church was lit up. It was just a strange glow. And what it was... So Mr. Should Mind His Own Fucking Business showed up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, for sure. Like, how do you know it's not the, the cleaners? I know. <laughs> What's going on in that church over there? After hours. It's none of my business. Let me check it out. Fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so uh, these were from the lights he set up because without the lights, the recording would be no good. So he had to record. Okay. Yeah, did you catch that? He was recording. I did. Yes. No, I yeah, okay. I did. I, I know was, the, the fucking. That's the motion. move we wanted. Like uh, no, that was the signal. Yeah, that, that was, was the signal. Five minutes. I, knew, I was fine with it. I was tracking. <laughs> I told you. I was like, someone's gonna be mid story, oh and I'm gonna God. do this. Yeah, and we don't get to It was five minutes left to like in our like little mid episode break to do a jack off motion, and then he just did it. And I didn't miss a beat, and Sean was making look at me like I'm sitting there like not. Nah. Like, I, I, I wasn't mocking you. I wasn't mocking you. I just thought that line would hit harder than it did because, and I had to compete with the jerk off motion. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, he was recording the whole thing. So is this on like found footage? Wait, well, the the priest was right, or the or this man was the priest was. Oh, the priest. oh if you're doing an act like that, you are 100 filming it. Yeah. So here's the whole thing. Yeah, he hired this priest hired. Two dominatrixes, dominatrices, dominatrices, <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, I guess, fuck them or do their thing. I don't know now, yeah. On the church altar, and he was filming it. So my thought process is, this guy's going out with a bang. This is one of the top ten ways I've ever heard how to quit a job. Uh, like this is it. I can't yeah, compete. Like sure. if if I'm if my imagination is going, like sure, like fucking someone on my desk is probably up there. But <laughs> like like filming it, dominatrices and the priest the thing altar. Makes it spicy. God let this man a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the other matter, he's terminally ill or something, and he's just like fuck it, fuck it. deuces, <laughs> beat my beat the shit out of me on this altar. <laughs> Yeah. But there's no way you go in cold with that, right? Like, this is not his first time fucking. Oh, oh yeah, no. no. He's, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Right, you know, that's not you... just something you wake up and decide you're going to do either. Like, that's 100% premeditated. You know what kind of sucks about the story is, like, of all the stories we've heard about, you know, Catholic priests and shit. Yeah, this is like, that's what they I'll let him pass. Anything, like, dude, let this happen. <laughs> They're fucking all these kids and shit. We're like, let's keep them working. And then this guy's like, what? He fucks two dominatrices, consulting adults. Maybe in the wrong location. But okay, otherwise, yeah. And then, boom, let's ostracize him or something like that. Like, that's some bullshit, honestly. It's kind of weird. We're shaming him, king shaming him. So like, yes, this is weird. I mean, I know he shouldn't do it. Oh, I'm but, not. Uh, here's the thing. I didn't. Even though I'm just making fun of him, too. I saw the headline and I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, move on. But then I actually read it and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Like, there's no way he didn't know he was going to get caught. 
Like, the, well, come on. Actually, I don't know. A stranger from the outside seeing a light beckoning him into the church. No, no, no. Or, but here's like, the, this is not a stranger. This was someone at the church. He was sloppy about it. Uh, if he didn't. Like, I think the video was going to be out there. Either he was going to keep it to himself, probably. Or uh, So if he got caught, is it going to come out? Is they going to leak it? He's fine. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, that'd be sick because we, we'd see if he had sex with him or not. Oh, you're still stuck on that. I don't think you have sex with them. I'm really kind of curious. I really would like you to Google on that computer. (laughs) Do you have sex with Dominic? Maybe type Reddit at the end, see the comments. I think he was going to sell it because one of the two women was Mindy Dixon, and she was an adult film star. Or maybe Oh, Oh, really? I think he was going to sell it. And the other chick was uh, Melissa Cheng. I don't know. I don't know who she was, but yeah, she's twenty three. Dropping these people, dude. Wow, of all the you're just like oh, dude, calling well, them out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Come on, you fucked in a I was, church. I was gonna say maybe it's for his the priest only fans or something. I mean, and like it's, <laughs> it's getting his like next level. Is getting his next job going. Maybe it's like dominatrix oh versus prostitute. Maybe that would. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> you still think? Always think. I would like to know the always official thinking. answer. I really would. Like, because I don't know. Then, like, if you have sex, then why not get a prostitute? And say, hey, BB up a little bit. That's what like, it is. I think a dominatrix why is they, why they a specialized prostitute. Like if I order, if I order, oh, if I call up so the escort service and I order a furry, I'm still going to get a prostitute, but it's going to be a furry prostitute. It's going to be a specialized prostitute. Okay. So what I see here is we're both kind of right. <clears throat> it says, the topic is, why doesn't a dominatrix have sex? What? And it says, they do... However, a pro-dom will usually not have sex with clients because that would be prostitution. Even for non-pros, there are many people that keep their sex and romantic lives and their BDSM play separate. Wow. So we're both technically right. It depends on if you want to mix those two things. Because I swear, I've, you know, I've, I've, huh. I listen to Howard Stern my whole life as shit. So like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm just, this is sex work I know. <laughs> and like, <laughs> on some level, I was like, I don't think they fuck. Like, because you could be a legal one. You could be legal because all you're doing is beating the shit out of someone. Well, if he was that is on the altar, he was he was going to fuck. So he wasn't fucking, or he was. That's why I want to see Did he get fans. there yet? We don't know. Was he? Yeah. He still like, have his pants on? I think I'd catch him, like, just mid, you know, on his all mid, fours getting mid beat up double or BJ shit. or what? Yeah. No, there's no BJ. He's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> He's getting his ass kicked, That's like, with, true. like, the altar and shit, like, the whatever, the wine they're beating, shoving up his ass. Like, they're beating his ass. He's not, like... He's not having some cool, sexy th- <laughs> little like, wafers uh, on the nipples, or what? Yeah, exactly. He's like burning wax all over him. He's like, ah, yes. All right, so we lost listeners this episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> What's the? I, I, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it now. Like, oh, I don't. Seems like a waste of time to me. <laughs> what do you think they were all different for? Otherwise, they're probably well. Your theory, if he's quitting, I mean, that's that would make sense. I mean, you don't have to fuck. You just want to be caught and make a statement. I mean, look at the statement he's made. Uh, he's on the headlines everywhere. You, his, know? you guys, if you listeners and you guys here, if you guys have the chance, look this guy up. His, the mugshot I've seen for him oh, is mugshot. Oh, uh, he's so goofy looking. Like, where he, was this again? This was in um, Louisiana. Oh, and what was his name? His name is Reverend Travis Clark. Dude, just calling him out though. I don't know why this is making like normally we say people's names and it's always like oh, scientists. This and now we're like some dude, like some dude doing some shameful thing. His name is this. He lives here. <laughs> like oh man, well, come on, like yeah, you know what you did. I know, you know what you funny. did. I, if I heard about someone fucking in the lobby of my work, I would want to know exactly who they are and where they fucked because I don't want to go there. I don't want to stand there. <laughs> He does oh, look yeah. goofy as fuck. Yeah, dude, look at this, and that's dude, back his, when he looked good. He, like he looked bad. Photo. He looks high as fuck in that photo. <laughs> yeah, he's got a shitty grin on the priest. You know photo, what? Yeah. This is rickety cricket. 
Oh my god, oh. it is the beginnings of Rickety Cricket. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This is the downfall of Rickety Cricket right that here. It is amazing. We're witnessing it. Okay, gents. Put on your thinking caps. And now on. take them right off. Alright, <laughs> um, so, do you remember we talked about, I don't even know, a couple episodes ago, about the video game Doom? It was played on a pregnancy device, or pregnancy test. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that, yes. Yes. Well, there is more Doom news okay. in that same vein. Okay, I don't know why I'm doing that. Um, <laughs> well, so as we talked about before, Doom has been able to be played on a pregnancy test. Uh, also, people have made Doom run on uh, a car's infotainment system. And it was funny, too. I was watching the video, and they controlled the Doom guy with the car wheel itself <laughs> as it was driving. Um, as he was driving. It, well, he was driving down the street. He was kind of like, and... And how do you how do you fire in that? I one? didn't look up all that gas? stuff. I just kind of was like at a glance, you know. But like braking, accelerating, turning, and steering the wheel and honking all had something to do in the game. Oh my gosh! So, okay, that doesn't seem dangerous. So this guy, though, I want to talk about this YouTuber. His name's Equalo, and I watched his whole set. Equalo, I watch. I loved his video. It was a 17 minute video. I'm not going to make you guys watch the video, uh, but I watched the entire thing and it was fascinating. And I encourage you to watch it, and I will include it in our link when we do the show. Uh, summary thingy. When we posted, I should say. Kind of, I'm not a professional. Um, anyway, uh, what this guy did, he got doomed to run on a TI-84 calculator, which is not that big a deal, because people have done it in the past. But the calculator was powered by potatoes. <laughs> huh. So it was like a doom... Is this a Guinness record? It's not. <laughs> it should be, but it is not. So say that one more time. He got powered. He powered what? That ran Doom. He uh, he powered a you know, like one of those TI eighty four calculators. And it was really cool too because you know it shows in the back. There's four sockets for a battery or something. Okay. He basically just put wires on each side of those batteries to trigger it to think there was a battery in there, and then one of those wires was attached to his huge quote unquote battery, if you will, of potatoes. Were they? I think they are wired in series, right? Yes. Or parallel? Say. No, they were wired. They were all, they were all wired together. Sorry, no. He, I didn't get yeah, into that okay. part of the series. Of, I know that's like one of your engineering questions. I'm not sure exactly how it, it is. It is. I was just wondering if yeah, it's Yeah, I'm that. not sure exactly so, at, at that um, point. But um, this thing was crazy, too, because... So how many potatoes did it take? Um, he cut them in half, too, so he... You know, oh. Because so he, he didn't really need that much, like... Question for the yeah. teacher. Um, do, do you have to salt the potatoes or lemon them or prepare <laughs> Here's them? What I in thought any was way? weird because when I first read the story, I thought because I've heard of potato soda. clocks, right? Yeah, okay, I've heard of that. Or have you guys heard? Of, I, I don't know how old we are now, maybe that's something no one's heard of. I've heard of potato clocks, I even got one of those kits, but I, I didn't do it. Look for it, um, <laughs> but I thought it was just a normal potato. You just like plug this in, do this, the potato power does it. The video said how they produce power, but I can't quite remember. I'm sorry. It was something to do with because of this acid and this, this, they meet each other, and that's why it cre- – No, but these guys these guys just slice a potato open, put two electrodes in it, one for positive, one for negative, and that's it? They don't have to put baking soda or Well, the answer is no. Or... They don't do that, but they, he did boil them. He boiled them? Yeah, okay. which I thought I was weird. That that's what I was saying because like, before I thought you didn't do that, but he boiled them for some reason. Fun. Which I thought was weird. So he boiled them. And he had basically 700 of these slices. Jeez. And, <laughs> and that he, and all that, all those 700 slices, they generated 100 milliamps and 5 volts of current for him to power the TI-84. So I'm not sure how many milliamps it caused. Like, I'm not sure how to, like, I don't have any cool decisions. So like, I, like, one milliamp is this or something. Did it say how long it ran? 
Like, oh, I mean, well, see, I watched. Okay, here's the the gritty backstory of this video. So, all the <laughs> cool things I just told you, it's cool, right? You boil the potatoes, all that shit. So, I told you all the cool stuff, but now I'm going to tell you about the 17 minute video. So, this was his plan. Like, I'm going to make uh, Doom run on potatoes. That's my plan. That's my goal. And so he boiled the potatoes and he started doing them and he figured out all these things. Like, he kept running tests on them. Like, oh, per potato, I'm running this many millivolts, and I need to. And he, and he said he needed to reach this many to. Uh, power a raspberry pie so his original plan was to have on a tv screen playing um doom powered by potatoes and he he had like like i said all these 700 out there and they it wasn't enough to do the pie it's like fuck i think i might have you know wasted all this time because he said it was like took him months and stuff and like when he was doing the video he was after he worked all day and then he him and his friend were doing it and they said they did it to like four in the morning for like three nights straight just Slice of potatoes, looking at the potatoes. 700. It's a lot. And, and it all failed. It all failed. None of it worked. And so that's when he got the idea with the <laughs> TIA4 calculator. And he even plugged it in before or something. It didn't work. And then after a couple, um, no, that's what it was. At a couple of days, he thought about the TIA4, um, calculator, but the, the potatoes started to rot in his garage. So it started smelling uh, really bad out there, but they gained more power. No shit. Yes. Awesome. Because before he wasn't reaching his goal. He was like, because he needed to get to 100 something to do the pie, and it was only getting 84. And then a couple of days before he was going to dismantle, he tried again. He's like, oh, it's at 100. Still didn't do the pie. But then he figured out the TI-84 thing. So then when he finally put the TI-84 on and plugged it in, he goes, he's he's sitting there in his garage with his face covered in his T-shirt. like, it smells so horrible out here. Okay, here we go. Look. I'm pl- watch. Look at the video. Look, I'm playing. <laughs> look, I'm playing. And he was. He was playing Doom on the calculator, powered only by potatoes. And then he showed the video of all the mold and stuff on the potatoes. So it was gross in there. And one of his best quotes is, please don't ever try this. Do this yourself. It's not worth it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I encourage you to watch the video because I thought it was like kind of one of the weirdest but funniest things I'd seen in a while. Rarely do our stories end with, please don't do this. Sometimes it's like dangerous, like don't try this at home. But this guy was like, you could try this, but I just would not suggest doing this. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and really smell. He was so over it. This was so funny. That he was like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, like right. But he said, is this like a month's worth of work and planning? <sighs> All for Doom. Good for him though. Yeah, dude. He made it. Doom milestone. And now the uh, the world knows about what seven potato power. Potato p- power yeah. can make. Yeah. Awesome. So if you're in the Armageddon and you get seven hundred potato slices. And you let them rot for a little bit. You can maybe power a calculator. And what's the operating system we need for the Armageddon? Oh, that'd be Collapse OS. The Collapse OS. And potatoes Potatoes now. and a cash register. And mm. you can become a I think a treadmill would help or, too. Oh, yeah. a treadmill's nice. A treadmill would help too. And a TV. Probably want a TV in there. Some, no, register monitor. Something well, lower. If I'm going to become a, a, a porn king in the mm. apocalypse where I just pay people or people pay me to watch mm. my porn. I'm going to need a TV. I'm going to be a porn narrator in the apocalypse because there's no porn. So I'll be like, and then Angela entered the room. All right. Well, you stay out of my town, sir. Okay. I will. I will. Mine will just be all visual porn. I mean, not visual. I get all porn's visual. All mental visual. You get what I'm saying. All right. Russia's making uh, waves here for claiming that Venus is a Russian planet now. I heard that. <gasps> I heard bum, they bum, said bum. that. That's all I've read, too, is just like, oh, it's, it's Russian planet. It Russian now. Why? So they announced plans detailing their future space missions through 2030, and in that, there's a heavy focus on exploring Venus. Okay. Because of, there could be life there, as we know, because of the phosphine. And this was announced a couple days after the whole phosphine on Venus thing. Mm. And do you want to remind the uh, listeners, just in case they weren't there for episode 
what is that? Phosphine was detected on Venus, and how phosphine is created, as far as we know on Earth, is artificial means, or they're excreted by creatures that don't breathe oxygen. And so the fact that there's phosphine in the upper atmosphere could be an indication that there's some sort of life form possibly making this phosphine. And I do remember, too, that the phosphine should be, because of the acid rain, should be being dissolved or something, but it's constantly being replaced and replenished there. So in theory, there could be some there. So Venus is a fun target as far as our uh, local local planets go. Uh, Really, I think the whole statement was very tongue-in-cheek. I think Russia is trying to make Venus theirs, much like the U.S. has kind of really claimed Mars. We're not, we haven't claimed it, but uh, we definitely have no, the most ours. pieces of successful equipment on Mars. It's ours. So I, I looked into Mars. Did you know Russia had a really good run at Mars? They like, excuse me, I should say the Soviet Union mm-hmm. was sending a bunch of shit to Mars, just like we were. Oh, and yeah. We're talking 60s, 70s, For sure. 80s, all the Space way up until racing. now. Yeah. Or uh, all the way up until the 90s, that is. Uh, most of Russia's space missions to Mars failed. Really? Yeah. There was one that – there was a lander that got there. It was the first lander on Mars. It touched down on Mars, transmitted, I think, like 17 lines of an image, and then died. It's like, <laughs> shit. That's when the aliens came out and just ate it. <laughs> Right. Something happened to it. Um, Good old Russia engineering. But point being, they really like – they f- they tried and tried and tried and they kind of failed with Mars. You know, we beat them to Mars. Mm-hmm. So now I think they want to beat us <laughs> to They're trying to get Venus is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. I think Venus is their play. I want the sun. All right. <laughs> I want America to have it. Maybe we could somehow patrol it, guard it. <laughs> I, the immigrants out I don't know <laughs> build a wall yeah build a wall around it <laughs> tax it I think I think we need to build an aperture <laughs> that we can uh, you know we Tell charge people, people for sunlight yeah. I think that's the real and then you can go back in time if you go you know around it enough yeah for sure anyways Russia stopped sending stuff to Mars back in the 90s so they gave up on that guy a long time ago and we've just been kind of pimping it out gave up or scared off China's there too. I think China and India is like orbiting, but Dude, China is like talking to aliens in Europa and stuff. They're already they're way ahead of us. <laughs> oh, you see that jetpack guy? Yeah, he's one of ours. <laughs> the jetpack dude. Yeah, so don't take it too seriously. That was very tongue in cheek. So, um, remember earlier when I was like, no, there's no Guinness Corner? <laughs> I lied because it's now time for <gasps> Guinness, Guinness Corner. So this week, I did not want to do Guinness Corner because I'd done it twice. And I was like, that is just too stupid. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I know. No. <laughs> I said to myself, I'm not going to do it. And then I found this video. And I was like, if I don't do this, I'm just a, I'm robbing you guys of seeing something hilarious. So I'm doing it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to send you this video. And I want to discuss what you guys see. Okay. So here we go really quick. So what we're about to watch is... An Indian martial artist is showing off pretty much his coolness by, by he's blindfolding himself and smashing 50 coconuts that are arranged around another man, a living man. 
So watch the video now. And so wait a minute, wait a minute. This before, is getting out of hand. Before we watch the video, who's getting the record here? The guy smashing the coconuts or the guy on the ground? Well, you know what's funny? Supposedly it's both of them. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I thought the same thing. I, like, want, I want that guy with equal recognition. Oh, dude, the guy on the if ground, more. way more. No, way more. But please, let's watch this and describe what you see to the audience because this blew my mind and we had to do. All right, so they're covering his face in sand and blindfolding him. So we can't even open his eyes. And he's given a hammer. Oh my and he's, god! He's a sledgehammer, uh, and there's a man laying down. He's blindfolded. Yes. And he's doing this. Yes. So the man's laying down, just kind of like spread eagle, and there's a bunch of coconuts around him. And then the blindfolded man with a sledgehammer is blindfolding, slamming. How does he know where to hit? I'm assuming they practice. I don't know. He keeps <laughs> he keeps slamming down. On these coconuts as hard as he can. He's making a lot of them, but he's getting close to the guy's head. Oh, my he's God. All he's around about to get him. to his head. Hey, I love this part right here coming up. Right. I mean, he doesn't right, know. Right. He moves his hand slightly for some reason. That's the <laughs> one where he's like, oh, my hand. Like, like, so like what the fuck? Um, but otherwise, this is insane. Um, this is a weird record. Uh, he smashes, uh, they say 50, but in the video they say 49. So around 49 or 50 coconuts. Dude, these- and it's a minute, right? In a minute. This is yes. the most agonizing minute every time for this dude, no matter dude, how many times they practice. The guy has his eyes closed as hard as he can. The guy on the ground, they're both basically blind <laughs> right now. They're not looking at all. I can't believe he hit so many coconuts blindfolded. Agreed. That's incredible. It is crazy. So it, like He just is, knew the muscle memory. Of where this is Rakesh B and Prab Hakar, Ready P. And uh, they, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and they were rewarded the Guinness record for most coconuts smashed around a person blindfolded in one minute. And it was so crazy, but kind of them. awesome. Like this isn't some stacking cookie shit. So I was, I had to show it to you guys. But that's yeah, wow. What was the thing in his eyes though? Was that sand? That was a good because I thought it was sugar or rice. I wasn't sure. I think it was sand. Yeah, you know, you know sand would uh, help promote the idea of not opening your eyes. Yeah. I because I, I thought it was the weirdest thing when they, they the guy they threw sand in his face and clumped it up like his head up and then they blindfolded him so he was really having his eyes closed. But yeah, that just blew my mind. That Sorry. was pretty impressive. It uh, was definitely a gnarly watch. It seemed more like a magic trick. But I don't have much respect for the Guinness Book, so I'm not, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> I'm not ready to rule it out as a magic trick, frankly. It could be. Maybe he was looking the whole time because it could have been some camera. Like, they showed all that. Chris and Angel then like bullshit. Yeah, exactly. But it's fucking weird. Like, basically slamming a sledge. Even if it wasn't, he's slamming a sledgehammer around the guy's head. That pass. And he missed oh, a couple. Yeah. Like, the, the freak me out, too, is he missed sometimes. He was, like, just, like, hitting random areas. Like, huh, huh, <laughs> the like, scary thing is, like, imagine the first time they tried it. I know. You know, like, all that'd the be practice. the scariest time. I think he used the play school hammer at that point. It's just, like, a big plastic. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, that's probably how they practice, though. All right, well, I got a COVID story here. Ba ba bum. I don't know. So, among all this COVID stuff, the Middlesbrough Central Library, and that was, that's in the UK. That's, that's the English language I learned right there. Mm-hmm. Middlesbrough Central <laughs> Library <laughs> announced that they would waive the late fees on overdue books. Oh. So just, books are free there. Just to help people. <laughs> uh, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, just to help people in these times. Uh, shortly after that, in their nighttime Dropbox, they received a really overdue book. Shucks. Oh, I think I've seen this headline. I can tell you, I can tell you the worth, how much, uh, how many charges were dropped, and you can guess the years. Okay. okay. I just remember it was old. That's also an old book. So I'm going to say uh, the the charges that they avoided by turning it in at this time 
totaled $650. Okay. Wow. Okay. For a library book. And how many years was this library book overdue? I know it was a long time. I want to say like 35. 30. 58. Wow. Oh, my God. What was the book? It's some poetry book. Yeah. <laughs> right there. It was not <laughs> God damn it, Mr. Returning Homunculus. As <laughs> <laughs> a sh- short, stupid story, and I, it just uh, it reminded me of the Seinfeld episode mm-hmm. where the the book Tropic detective, of cancer. yeah, Bookman, yeah, Bookman, the yeah. book detective, he comes knocking on Jerry's door. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. It's just kind of making such a big stink about all library books. Well, let me give you a hint, Junior. <laughs> Maybe we can live without libraries. People like you and me. Maybe. Sure, we're too old to change the world. But what about that kid sitting down, opening a book right now in a branch of the local library and finding drawings of peepees and wee-wees? So this was kind of interesting, I thought. Um, so a London startup, the company's called Notpla. Notpla? You know, it's funny, I just got it. Because <laughs> this, like, this is like an anti-plastic company. It's called Notpla, for not plastic. Uh. <laughs> Fuck, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> so so this is a, a company that's creating a plastic alternative, and it's made from seaweed that's biodegradable mm, and even okay. edible. So in this article, they're talking about they're going to make soy sauce packets with this. So in theory, you could like open the little packet of this plasticky, weird jelly-like stuff. Throw, oh, oh my dear! Uh, throw a little. Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> having some. Oh my! Having some difficulty. Um, pour the soy sauce on your shit, and then you can eat the wrapper. Okay. Why would you ever want to eat the wrapper? Save the planet, bro. No, here's you're not going to eat the wrapper. <laughs> you can still throw it away, but it will biodegrade. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. it is. It kind of degrades like a vegetable, they, they said. Well, that also puts a shelf life on uh, the plastic right there, like the ketchup. Like if you if you have a little ketchup packet, mm, it's only I good for about six months or a year now. You know, But then again, I don't know how long they store ketchup to begin with and those kinds of things, but... Some places aren't that reputable. I, I, wonder, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I got that part from the article because it was talking about how the casing is biodegradable. Maybe it's just biodegradable, but it said edible too. So you could eat the wrapper if you wanted. And what are they using? Maybe you could feed them to cows. What's the... So it said soy sauce in this in this, in, in this thing. But you could, they, they're going to do a lot too. They're actually going to come up with like different plastics and stuff too that don't have the BPA in it or whatever the, you know, that evil shit is. Uh, not BPA. Uh, BPE? Maybe it is PPA. One of the P's, basically, that, that they're going to take out, and then this plastic will basically, in a landfill, biodegrade like a vegetable, too. So it's kind of a way to get rid of all this single-use plastic shit that's happening out there, that maybe we can start making these type of biodegradable plastics that do degrade. But now you have to be thinking, too, like, if it is, yeah, like, you're right, if it's an old ketchup packet, is it going to, like, sit... I don't think it's that fresh. It works. Like, I think it's, maybe it has to be exposed to stuff well there's several different biodegradable plastics out there but some of them require a catalyst that is more expensive to produce than just throwing it in the landfill sort of deal Mm. and so it's really about finding that sweet spot right now and i you know kudos on them for uh giving it a shot and i wonder if this is the one to find the sweet spot well because it's like i said it's made from seaweed and it's actually seaweed farmed from france and how they said it's made it's it's dried and ground down into a powder and then a secret recipe transforms it into a thick, gloopy fluid, which dries into form a plastic-like substance. And the guy, the co-founder, is talking about how, you know, seaweed is a really, um, you know, abundant resource. And one of the seaweeds they use to grow, to make this stuff, it grows up to a meter a day. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. 
So yeah. he's like, you have you have this ready made resource, and we're gonna basically you know do their magic shit and turn it into like a plastic. And so they're working on new packets for food and drinks. And this is as well as clothes and screws for ready to assemble furniture. So maybe, like, even though they're trying to get the plastic to degrade like vegetables, you bring up this good point, too, where, well, then wouldn't that just biodegrade in your in your house? So there must, I'm not sure, I, I guess I didn't glean this from the article, about what that weird magical mixture is. Like, somehow in your home it's going to be a, a plastic alternative, and then as soon as you magically throw it away, it's going to biodegrade so i don't i don't know exactly so i don't know where that magic number lies and if you like if you left this soy sauce well it's just a single use so i mean you just buy it to use it right away i guess maybe buy less if it's wasabi soy sauce ketchup anything like that i mean you just use it as soon as you get it i would think i guess but you're right too like the whole power of those things you buy them in bulk and have them forever yeah you have to like get like constant shipments of this i don't know yeah more questions again uh, None of these topics of discussion here should deter anyone from pursuing this avenue. I mean, it's great. We need biodegradable plastics. Oh, no, I loved it. I thought the idea so, of using yeah. like this of the seaweed and how – I, I like things that are made of bamboo too because bamboo grows so fast. So it's like anything yes. made from that type of stuff, it's like, all right, let's do this. Do you guys know the speed of sound has changed? What? Right. I don't think it's changed. Oh, well. Did, did you hear about this? No, but like I remember, I, we must go to the same websites because that was one of the articles. Like this looks too confusing. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just said something like the definition of like how fast it could move. I thought was I don't know. Okay, the, tell me, I didn't read it. I just basing this off of like two sentences. Semantics. Yes, we're yeah. talking about the same thing. Oh, okay, okay. The the theoretical limit to which sound can travel its fastest has changed. Ah, okay. So I the see. speed of sound has essentially changed. Our uh, definition of the speed of sound it has changed. to be underwater. Well, even more dense than that. So what they're oh, talking okay. about is uh, physicists in the uh, Science Advances Journal. We know that currently the speed of sound is about 343 meters a second. What these scientists did is that right there is based on earthly events like mm-hmm. our earthly concepts so what this what these scientists did is expanded that to like universal constants like we know for instance that uh, one of the constants they use is the speed of light nothing can go faster than the speed of light so this is our ceiling mm-hmm. you know, supposedly how, supposedly tachyons. Like, well we know about tachyons yep. but theoretical yep. at this yep. point yep. exactly they also looked at like planets and environments that are much denser than what you can find here on earth like stars for instance took those into account they even like went down and looked at the way the molecules like electrons and protons bump against each other using magnetic fields when sound moves through them and stuff like Mm -hmm. they really went down to the nitty-gritty and determined that the new maximum speed of sound possible through the densest material out there in the universe is 22.3 miles per second. What was the old record? Well, the old record was... 333 meters. Meters a second. Oh, so miles versus meters. Well, no, okay, so here's here's the meter. 36 36 kilometers per second is the new maximum in meters. Wow. To put that in reference... That's a hundred times faster. I see. Than the previous speed of sound. So, what was their medium? 
The super condensed air planet? Yeah, you know, they didn't really, at least the article I read didn't really go into detail about um, ultimately what the medium was, like if it existed. It was just kind of a theoretical, like based on all these different variables, we know that things can be this dense. And if we tap on one side, what will that do? I understand. How fast, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's only two times faster than the speed of sound through a diamond found here on earth there's how do you measure for a diamond <laughs> god damn right does a diamond accelerate it or make it slower Fa- it accelerates, accelerates it okay. because it's so dense yeah so you i mean you're talking about density you're talking about uh the way the molecules are bonded to each other the wave and faster because they're touching each other I so see. it just exactly. connects more so this is really a, like a theoretical guess uh-huh but it's still kind of fun because it is redefining what we know as sound and how it travels and and waves. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. No, I got a, I got a small one here. Let me let me find it. Okay, here. yeah. Okay, it's about a toothbrush. Doctors had to remove a toothbrush from a man's stomach after he God, accidentally. I he was say anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so yeah, expecting. Dude. I got one in there now for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh yeah. After he accidentally swallowed it while cleaning deep in his mouth. That's deep, bro. Yeah, what the fuck? How deep you need to clean, man? That's a fetish at that point. Yeah. That's a fetish. It's borderline fetish. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need to be scraping that deep. You probably have, like, really bad breath. mouthwash is for. Such bad breath. I mean, yeah, at that point, wouldn't you just, like, swallow mouthwash? (laughs) Yeah. Like, why would you? If you need to get that deep, I mean, God help you. There's something right past my uvula thing. Let me just go a little, oh, 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 oh. That, you need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So many different ways to take that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> so after swallowing the toothbrush, he immediately went to a local clinic that sent him to a hospital that was far away. <laughs> I love that. It's like it's 100 kilometers away. Like, oh, good. Oh, great. Can't do it here. Do they, they have to cut it out of the stomach, I guess? Well, yeah. Then he, he checked in and it was x-rayed. And they're like, hi, huh, x-rays don't show anything. And he's like, I definitely swallowed a toothbrush. Oh, wow. <laughs> they they realized had a bad day, man. Don't question him. <laughs> they realized that in all that time, it had moved through his esophagus and all of that into uh-huh. his stomach. So now it's actually in his stomach. Oh, jeez. And you're right. They did just kind of slice him open, took 30 minutes, and they popped it right out. It's still scary. It's still sucky. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of major surgery. You know, that's definitely major. Something I I was I was reading this article, then I looked at the picture and I just laughed my ass off because they showed the toothbrush, like a doctor's holding the toothbrush, and the handle, the plastic handle has like goop on it and it's oh. various colors, but then the bristles are blurred out. Uh, <laughs> so whatever was on the bristles was way worse. Oh god, dude. <laughs> no. It's all red blood soaked or something. It shit. was so gross. Like uh, it just left it up to my imagination and it was gnarly. <laughs> Yeah, haven't you ever Jesus been like deep throwing a popsicle Christ. and just like eat the whole stick? I mean, we've all done it. He's like, oh, I love this. I'm so excited oh, to God. brush my teeth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get that. That's crazy. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. It's been a great episode. Yes, and please join us next time when we talk about the time Sean was thrown in a snake pit by Max. I, I was trying to leave that part out. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. 
For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.